Before the movie, we'd like to show you previews of some of our films. www.40nickel.com The Heater The Heater This is 40 Nickel Radio The Heater The Heater The Heater can release Tapping our line. <laughs> I was just talking. I was talking about that shit. Yo, what up, world? This is the man Clockwork, and you are witnessing the mixtape, the Forty Nickel mixtape, the premier broadcast analog for the Forty Nickel Madden gaming community. Again, I am Clockwork. You should know me already. I was at your house yesterday. I had your unmentionables. We can go on there because we got business to take care of. Because now, as before, previous seasons, I created a platform for our fearless leader, Zulu Funkadelic Maestro Infinitus III, and our new addition, Yehida. What's up, Zulu? I'm doing well. Uh, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, uh, all the partners in the Madden universe, everybody at 40nickel.com. We're good over here in California, IA. Uh, and matter of fact, I didn't tell uh, Clockwork and Heat this, but I need to get a lab in because later this afternoon, I'm going to go see our uh, retired homeboy, Thunraz, who used to play with the Vikings over at 40 Nick. I mean, this is way back in season one. So this is apropos of everything we're going to talk about later today he's uh he's played with the vikings he's a big time vikings fan but he had to retire from that so i'm gonna see him uh uh for right right before thanksgiving today go hang out having a good time so my day today real good not too much going on down here in louisville kentucky everything's chilled and when i say chill i mean chill because a little chilly outside right uh but uh, yeah, same same shout out to uh, the Nickelbacks, man. Everybody have a, a blessed and happy Thanksgiving. Everybody stay safe. But uh, I'm ready to rumble. And for those who don't celebrate Turkey Day, go get some Chinese food. It just seems like the right thing to do. But I digress. Today we're talking about the Nickel Bowl, which is supposedly what all y'all trying to get. Y'all trying to get this Nickel Bowl thing. But we, we want to ask ourselves, we want to ask, what do you think what takes to win the Nickel Bowl? Because we know. So we're going to tell you. So this episode is dedicated to the Nickel Bowl. So I'm going to start out by saying, Heat, what is the hardest championship to win? Well, Clark, uh, that's hard to really decipher. I played two of the best. You know, prime was different. Prime time, the original prime time was different than L.I. Rickett. Prime was jetpacking back then. He was a hell of a player as far as he would take control on offense of a receiver or anybody and go get the ball 
and uh, it made it difficult for you know you to defend that until we banned it, of course. But uh, I would say if I had to pick one, it's probably Rickon because I wanted Rickon so bad that you know because Rickon was destroying people, and I wanted him so bad. I guess he gave me the the. We battled all the way down to the end. It we went all the way to the end of the game. So I would say I would say Rickon. What about you, Zulu? What was your hardest championship to win? Well, let me let me do what Heater did. The third one was against it was a very intense game for me. It's the only shutout in Nickel history. That was a vendetta, but that's not that wasn't the hardest. The second <laughs> one was against someone who knew a dirty word that's called scheme. We'll talk about that in a future episode. He knew he literally knew my entire scheme, but that was not the most difficult. The most difficult was against Bengals only. This was during a time when I he had beat me in the regular season and Taz beat me in the regular season. Those were the two heavyweights in, in the 40 league at that time. Bengals only was destroying people. Bengals only beat Taz to get to the Nickel Bowl. However, y'all don't know what kind of man I am. On 40 Nickel Radio, shout out to Mind Games, by the way, another retired Nickelback. On 40 Nickel Radio, Mind Games was asking me about uh, playing Bengals only. And I said, I literally said on air, I lost to Taz. I lost to Bengals only. But I will see one of them in the Nickel Bowl. I called my shot. I played Bengals only. And that was and that, that's the only time I've really had nerves. I had nerves playing that game because Bengals only, the Bengals were an overrated team. Uh, Bengals only had a high-powered passing game, even with my corners. I mean, it, I, I, it was very difficult to stop. Uh, I came out with the victory, and it was it was like I had a drive to win the game. I had control of the game. I won the game. It was a close game, and I had nerves in that game. That was a learning experience. Yeah, I don't know about back in the day, man. Y'all Nickelbowl wannabes, y'all fucking newbies. Y'all don't know about this shit because it, it, it was hard, man. You know, when I went and won my first Nickel Bowl, it was really difficult because, uh, you know, I was clearly better than everybody else and I felt sorry for him. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, you know what? You know, I shouldn't be blowing through Zulu and blowing through, you know what I'm saying, Heater and just shutting them all out. Um, well, I mean, I, I could be, actually, you know what? Let me back up. That was a dream I had. I, I apologize. That was, that was a, nah, that's. Yeah, when Clockwork when, when when, when won his first Nickel Bowl, they gave him a matching shirt for his girl and they gave him a little bowling glove and it made him feel real good. They gave him yeah. A little yeah. Cause I was sitting there, I was sitting there saying, well, wait a minute, that must've been a dream, man. Or is he fantasizing or something or what? Did somebody hit him over the head or what? I, I didn't know what was going on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to point out how how flabbergasted they were that uh, I spoke that as if it is the most alien thing that Cartoon Man, aka Clockwork Man, can get. You weren't beating me in the Nickel Bowl, dog. Yeah, you're not. You you had your shot. You had your shot. I was being polite. I didn't say no shit, but I'm gonna say it now. I got deuce off of you. Number two, motherfucker. I was a terror on the boards for number two, and you gonna bring that shit up? I didn't bring it up. But I made sure I did the impossible and beat somebody who knew my whole skis. No, 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 it was done. It yeah, was done. I, I still, I, I still had, I, I, I believe that uh, there's a reason why Zulu is named Zulu. Um, I, I think there's some like um, 
some uh, devious African spirits that are out to get me whenever I'm playing this, uh, the one they call uh, Doc Zulu or Zulu Dude. Because it's not the yeah, first well, time yeah, where I've been my, my name's not Zulu. My name's not Zulu. And I, I stopped your ass from going to the two <laughs> I kept you from going. We were in the conference championship, yep. and I kept your ass from going. And then I went on to win it, and that was when I beat beat Ricky. Okay, but we so we're not. Gonna you talk would have stood no you you would have stood no chance if you if if you'd have beat me and you'd have had to play Ricky, you'd have stood no chance because I don't think back then your scheme was good enough to beat Ricky. And and well, you know he and I played all the time. Well, all I'm just, I need you know, is. I need a, all I need is what you had, which is a lag switch, apparently, because the connection was. Oh my terrible. gosh! Here we go. No, it's not even. This it, ain't even. This here ain't we even go. Clock, clock. There was a clock. whole time, the whole season. It was like you were famously famous for having a horrible connection every single time. Oh my gosh, man! And you seem to you be know, doing okay. It's called a lag clock, switch. Clock. <laughs> <laughs> clock. Listen, I had no problems with anybody. You know, and then you come up because you were losing, and I understand when you lose and you and and you call yourself a winner, it hurts, and you were hurt. But I wasn't gonna let your ass get that ring that season. That that ring belonged to me. Matter of fact, it's up on my mantle right now. Hold on for a minute. Let me hold on. Can you hold on for one second? I'm gonna mute myself real quick. <laughs> I just want to say uh, we don't allow uh, any kind of day- game genies and cheating uh, things here in the Forty Nick. Mainly because of uh, seems like the heater, because the heater he's he's over there. He's a you know he, he's a he's a tech savvy man, and uh, we <laughs> I swear to God, it was like it was I'm like back. I saw fuzz. It was like I saw fuzz. No, on you're, the you're lying. You're lying, clock. Here, <laughs> this is what I did. This is what I did after I whipped you, because it wasn't just it wasn't close or anything. I mean, I whipped you. I I, I had to go to go to my ring man, my my cut man, and it's over. It's over. That's what I howled on you, but but when I beat Rickon, it was like, man, the bell. I hit the bell so many times. They rang the bell so many times, man, and greased me down. I I I, I didn't know what to do with myself, man. You know, but you get another shot. Yeah, wow. my face. You know how they grease wow. your face now so you don't get cut, baby. Now hold up, though. Hold up. You said something. I hope folks don't think Heat's just flapping his gum. He just said something very specific that I, I would hope the rest of the community can feel, will Clock get another chance? Like getting there, the reason I had nerves when I played Bengals only is because I had never been there before. I had never, I had ne- in fact, I had never been to a conference championship in the 40 league. I won championships in other leagues, but you know, you know, the 40 league got had, had and has real competition. I hadn't been to the conference game yet. Will Clock work? man get back to the nickel bowl and if he gets back what does he got to do to get over the mountain like so yeah i i agree clockwork who has been to more than one nickel bowl has talent but motherfuckers ain't handing out you know free lunch tickets to get to the fucking nickel bowl i've only been to four you're right you're right i've only been to four clock has talent but it's just something about clock I don't know if his sphincter, you know, gets tight or whatever, man, when he gets wow. there or, or, wow. or whatever. But you you, you, you seem instead of the because, look, you got a hell of a game, got a great defense. 
and that's what it takes to get to Nick Bowl. First of all, it's a great defense, and uh, you have all those 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 qualities, man. But I just don't know what it is, man. You like putting on that skirt with no panties underneath for that man, standing on the corner. You know what I mean? And you got to stop standing on that corner, man. You know you got to get hey, off that corner. That's solid. Get yourself solid. a nice, get yourself hey. a nice hotel room. You know. <laughs> That is some solid work. Look, hey, you know what? I, at least I ain't got to pay taxes, okay? I could be on the corner all the, all the day and night. <laughs> I, I ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? So, but what's really important, though, you got your, you, you, Zulu's got his four, but, like, I'm no, not no, looking I at y'all. I have three. I've gone oh, before. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I did I did overinflate your shit because y'all sat around. You two champs sat around and let Rican or Rican as he's a, uh, uh affectionately call you let him just go ahead and get another one yeah y'all just sitting over here I, i'm looking at this sheet i'm looking at the nickel champions see y'all ain't won for a good what five six years like i mean what what what, what is the deal yeah like what you're right you're you're supposed to be somebody. right but here's the thing here's the thing now it's always called a new era you know now when it comes to me i mean hey you know i got a good good excuse man i'm, I'm not a youngster no more you know i was a little younger back then man you know as you get older you, you lose qualities, you, you lose a lot of things. And, and I'll tell you right now, it, it's not anybody being on anybody's nuts or anything else. I told you before, and I will tell you again, Ricken is the greatest of all time. He is the GOAT. And, wow. and, and, and you, can't, you cannot dispute that. How, how can you dispute that when the man has seven championships? He comes back last season, hasn't played the game in two years. He gets a team... He just gets the Chargers. He makes do with it. He goes undefeated. He wins the fucking nickel. What do you call that? Is that just by coincidence? No, I don't think so. Let me, I think let we me... talked about it already. We already talked about it. It's it's, it's uh, uh, the lag switch, which is which is what you have, and the game genie. That's that's exact. That's all that Rican does. He cheats. It's cool. Let yeah. me say this from a different perspective. Um, because I I'm not disagreeing with heater's conclusion that reekin is the best if you look at the other champions like if you look at the the the, the guys who've been dominant the boramas the tazes the skips reekin has done what they've done but he doesn't have many letdowns like if so like so if you look at like a taz or borama once they have a letdown like once the game evolves once the, the game gets more strategic, once there are great more uh, 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 a larger amount of competitors in the 40 league, all of a sudden their their championship reign ends abruptly. You get a really good team. Well, hell, the top guys usually get good teams. He's able to beat those top guys that have good teams. The only criticism you can have of Regan is that he never has a bad team. But who the hell wants to win with a bad team? Like that's uh, that's I, it. Apparently, Regan don't think is it the makes best. <laughs> Zulu Regan, dude and the heater. That those are the Regan, two people away with. Regan is the best because there are no excuses. Period. Exactly. Done. Exactly. And clock, you may not, you might not uh, agree, but you know what? He whoops your ass. But I learn from him all, every time I play with play. I mean, he's just on the sticks, and then behind him, you, you got Skip. As far as like, you know, not the greatest of all time. I'm not putting him, but you know, up there. But in that category, Skip's in there, Zulu's in there, I'm in there. The people that I beat, man, I mean, <laughs> didn't too many people beat them. I mean, they each, you're talking about one has seven, the other has, what, three or four prime time. 
and and when primetime came on the scene before uh, uh, Rickon did, I mean, primetime was it. Am I right? And then I, what I happened? Believe... Though? Hold up. Okay. Clockwork exposed prime. Prime was never the same since. That's my point. Rickon doesn't get exposed like, oh, you just need to do this and you stop him. Okay, we done. Prime got exposed. The game became more sophisticated and clockwork in route to his most recent Nick Bowl opportunity beat Skip and Prime. Skip is not the game where you say, oh my God, Skip had weaknesses. No, it was Prime. Prime got exposed. Clock was surprised how easy it was to beat Prime. The game yeah, caught up to true. Prime. So let's just, that's why I'm saying when we talk about you know, who's second place? There's a lot of debate. First place, there's no discussion. It's fucking reeking. Everybody's chasing the seven. Everybody. Period. I give a man wait, his props. So wait, wait, wait. So 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 does that make him Jordan and you LeBron? Well, first of all, I, I never Whoa. before before I won my first ring, I never thought I'd be a Hall of Fame caliber coach. Uh, this is not some humble pie shit. You no, this ain't no either. humble pie. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, that's, I'm talking know. reality. See, yeah, I can yeah. talk reality. The reality is, before I, I said before I won, I never considered myself even someone who was going to win a ring in the 40 league. The moment I won, I said, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I'm supposed to be. So you change. Clockwork doesn't know this. He ain't got no jewelry. You change. Ooh, when Charles you, Barkley the second. Hey, he, motherfucker want to talk shit? Barkley on the bus with Jordan and, and Char fucking... Charles um, Barkley the I second. Mean, I, Magic no and hardware. Jordan sitting on a bus with Bird and motherfucking Charles <laughs> Barkley want to talk shit. Oh. The reality is when you win, you have a whole new perspective on the possibilities about yourself. That's what I happened. agree with that. I agree with that. Then you 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 that. start looking at the game different. Like, oh, I got a lot to clean up. I could be better. I I can realize a different version of the Zulu dude. That's what happens. That's, that's what happens. That's, that's what I've been telling y'all. I'm like, don't let me sniff that shit. If I win one, it's over with. I win one of them. Oh, clock. Let it's me over. You. If you I win what? one. Mm. If you win one, what you're gonna win another one right away, back to oh, back, back to back. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna race your back to back, uh, you, your whole back to back you know thing. Hard it, do you know how hard it is to do that? First of all, you got a target on your damn back as big as a, I mean, you know, it's covering your whole back and your chest. So now everybody's gunning for you. Now, what your goal is is to get back to a nickel bowl, get back there, but not just get back there and be, you know, like you on the corner with your panties down, get back there and win it. Man, that's difficult, man. P panties are expensive, just so you know. I, you know <laughs> yes, why not wearing win. panties. Yeah, it's a, it's a choice, okay? It's not something, you know. Have you looked at panty prices? You haven't. You don't know this. <laughs> Zulu, do you agree with me? There's nothing more difficult, or let me take that back. Winning at winning a Nick Bowl is incredibly difficult. But going back, it's not that it's impossible. This is why I, I think it's incredible that Heaters did it and against the competition that he did it against. But like for me, the year that we were getting, because you know, when I won, I, I talked a lot of shit because motherfuckers, you know, ain't nothing but doubters out here. I'm like, y'all, I ran through y'all. 
Like the motherfucker talking shit about me, I already ran through you, right? But then that was the year the EA servers got hacked. I didn't get a chance to go back. Since uh, that opportunity, I, I, I know that, that that was a very special moment. I don't know if I could have done it, by the way. I don't know. But winning back-to-back, everyone's scouting you. There's a network at the 40 Nick where motherfuckers whisper about you. Like, that's just a regular, you know, you're a playoff caliber coach. I got to come up for this game. Let me holler at old boy and find out about, you know, Zulu's game or Heater's game, Reekin's game, Skip's game, Dub's game. Like, let, you know, Willara's fucking game. Let me let me holler about these fucking uh, Nick Bowl champs. There's a there's an underground railroad at the 40 Nick. That's a reality. Clock, you may not know about that. But to win and then be like, oh, I'm coming back. I'm coming. Everyone right now is talking about Riki because he's a champ. He deserves it. He's earned it. But he now he's got that public enemy sniper scope on his ass to go back to back. Now, Riki can't do it back to back because when Heater did it back to back, it was within the same Madden cycle, right? But he's the champ right now. Whether or not we're in the same cycle, people are paying attention to him. For Heater to have done it against Riki and then Prime? I can't I can't imagine that kind of glory. I can't imagine it. I can't believe y'all gave him the Browns. I cannot believe it. I can't believe well, it. Well, but you know what though? And all what Zulu said, and, and I am a firm believer of this. Rickon's gonna get beat. Rickon can be beat, but you have to go into a game against him, man. I'll never forget when I played him. You have to be mistake free. It's almost impossible to do that. But you have to be, when I say mistake-free, you cannot make errors that are costly. It's okay to fumble when you're down, way down the field on the 10-yard line or something, and he's got to go 90 yards. But if you give him any type of opportunity to score, he will score. He will find a way to capitalize on that mistake. And that's where you lose the games against him. I'll tell you how to be Rican. I'll tell you how? right now how to be Rican. How? Everybody's seen the Avengers movies, right? Okay. <laughs> now, far be it to me to compare, compare him to Thanos, but since we all on his dick, let's, let's just go ahead. Thanos had all the power in the universe. The only reason he got de- defeated is because the Avengers played into his ego. You, you, have, to, you have to make him believe, you, you have to challenge him, but not, you, you can't provoke him. You have to challenge him. You provoke him, it's over. Uh, if y'all recall, if y'all recall last year, uh, last season, I don't know who it was, it was Dub or somebody was like talking shit about Regan. They just said some ignorant shit, and I knew that. I'm like, well, that's he that's has a reason to Chicago play talk, dog. We don't talk. He has like a that reason now. That's I, bullshit. I, I completely disagree. Yeah, I, I disagree with that because you know if we all talk shit and, uh, as far as provoking anybody. Nah, and then you need to take back that statement. Maybe you're riding his nuts and shit. We ain't, right, we ain't riding right. his nuts. I'm just telling you what I see. And that is that is in a in a great Madden player. Okay. When you look around at the Nick and, and, and look at Skip, a great Madden player. You look at Zulu, a great Madden player. My my skills have diminished. 67 years old, what the fuck you expect? You understand? You know, but these young guys, you know, that are still out there. J-Dub, you know, his skills picked up because, you know, he's Skip Shadow, and I understand that. I mean, you know, we ought to call him the Shadow now because he shadows everything 
Well, he shadows everything, Skip does. Wow. When I play, when I play, I'm the. When I play J Dub, I feel like I'm playing. Wow. Me and my Protege, Skip taught him, okay, and he taught him well enough to get J Dub a nickel ball. Now I don't know if J Dub get another nickel ball. I I have no you know clue about that, but I I mean he knows how hard it is to get there. He won that one. I mean I I distinctly told him in the draft party that season that his window was closed. I I said it out loud. I didn't give a damn. I said J Dub, you you need to win a nickel ball soon because your window's closed. Well, evidently that lit a spark under his ass because he had a a fantastic season. Right. And then, right. you know, he, he had a fantastic season. He was beating people that I didn't think he should beat. And he's beating them well. And he had that fire, you know. And then, of course, Clockwork Man, a.k.a. Cartoon Man, let him slip in. And once he slipped into the playoffs, he went on and did his thing. And I got to give it to him for that. Now, who, like I said, I don't know if he'll get any more, but uh, the shadows, he, 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 he should be reckoned with. Uh, let, let me see who else is around there. And, and clock, I'm not gonna leave you out. You're a hell no, of a no, player, you know. No, no, you're a hell of a player, but you, you that bridesmaid, you, you know, you, you that one that always yeah. helps the bride, you know what I'm saying, you know, pull up a garter and all that kind of shit. And uh, you, you got to get to the point to where you know. You, you, you're in charge, and, and you just take this thing the whole way. But as far as Rickon goes, let's get back to that now. Nobody riding no nuts and nothing on his dick and nothing else, okay? I know a, a good player when I see a good player, and until somebody proves me wrong, he's the GOAT. Period. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that, that if I can flip the perspective for a second. So you look at the cluster of guys who've won rings, right? No one remembers who loses in the Nickel Bowl. Now, maybe you do, right? Because if you beat the guy, you remember, oh, yeah, I got my ring off of him. I got my, but like the guy who loses in the Nickel Bowl is often just forgotten in history. And so when I think about the rest of the 40 Nick and like, you know, how do you know, like, how do you get there? And then how do you win? To me, those are two different strategies. They're interlaced, but they're different. I think that first you have to stop thinking about yourself. Like, do y'all know who Superman's best friend is? Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. He's the sidekick. He's the helper. He's the lunch pail guy. So, man, you hungry? You hungry? You sick? You hungry? You need some help? You, <laughs> like, you got to stop thinking about yourself. Wow. You got to stop thinking about yourself. I'm not saying this about clock, by the way. I'm saying, like, the, the, anyone who doesn't have a ring. Uh, and I would include J-Dub. Like, in order for J-Dub to get there, he had to stop thinking about himself this way. Now J-Dub is a fucking champion. Can't take that from him. You have to stop thinking about yourself as fucking Jimmy Olsen. You ain't the sidekick no more. You're the villain. You're, so then, let me stop you're, you you're undercutting someone else to win. You, okay. I don't give a fuck about friendship if I'm going for a ring. So that it has your mentality. The first thing you got to do to get there, if you you want to confront me, can you confront the Zulu dude, Heat, anybody else? First thing you got to do is, uh, yeah, I got to crush him. And I'm gonna fuck about his feelings. That's the first thing you gotta do. I totally dig that. I so then in that case, then then it's J Dub's challenge to get out of the shadow 
that's what you call him. Is it a shadow or the shadow? What's, he what's has his, a ring. We're not talking about him no more. Oh, okay. You understand? That's what, that's my point. Whatever beef you got with Jada, that you might as well erase that beef. He got his ring. He did it. If he had more his ring, yeah, then we could say, you know, he's like, oh, he's in skip exactly. shadow. No, he's not. Exactly. He got his ring. He's a part of the fraternity. Okay. He's part he of the be, you know, and and until you get that ring, you don't belong in this fraternity. Period. It, it, it's just like it's just like when we're sitting here on a Sunday, and you know they have the commercials, and they you know those great commercials with all the Hall of Famers. Got the kid, the the, the newest one goes and knocks up on the door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they welcome him in because he won the Heisman. He, they wouldn't let you in the door if you didn't win it. So he is in the fraternity of champions. And until you get there, then there's really not a whole lot you can say. Uh, you know, to me, I mean, you, you have to show me, man. You, you, you so got to show me that you can get who there. Y'all, we, we all be welcoming in somebody new this year for the championship? Or is it going to uh, be one of y'all old motherfuckers? I'm going to let Zulu answer first. I, I mean, I have my own uh, opinions of, uh, you know, the championship this year. But I'll let Zulu go ahead and entertain that first. So this is a tough question to ask me because first of all, I have to, like anytime we have these kinds of discussions, I immediately remove myself from the conversation. I say, all right, now that I've removed myself, um, where are we in the season? And in my opinion, it's too early for me to be saying who's in the elite, who's in the all-star. I think the problem that we have is that some people don't have the constitution for 16 weeks. To win a nickel bowl, you have to be able to learn. You have to be willing to accept the fact that somebody beat you. Now, most people don't have undefeated seasons. And in the era of the X factor, no one has undefeated seasons anymore. This early in the year, I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's holler back in a, you know two months and let's see how motherfuckers are. Because motherfuckers getting their feelings they lose one game to get in the feelings or they lose a, a very important player right got motherfucker got traded now they're all in their feelings or you know somebody loses their x factor and all of a sudden that little you know one trick pony that you had is fucking gone now you got to show depth and range so i can't predict who but the person who emerges as a nickable favorite the person who's in the conversation that person by you know let's say week seven would have emerged you'd be like damn they're on like a five game win streak they're on a four game win streak they they will poke their head out and they'll be able to endure for the entire season so this is week two for me it's far too early hell we're just about heading to fucking thanksgiving i mean in a couple episodes i'll have a much much better understanding of who's there but i think it'll be easier to determine that in the all-stars than it will be for the elite Okay. I agree with him, with what he just said, and uh, I, I'm not going to remove myself because, I mean, I've had a bad start, man, with a, with a pretty good team. I started out 0-2 already, but thing is, is that I'm still getting the feel of them, and, you know, 0-2 to me is nothing. It's, it's about the playoffs, but as far as who's winning it this year, I'm going to say, like Zulu said, it's too early in the season. Uh, really to determine that, but I will put my feelers out there to who I think will be making a little noise come playoff time and uh, and all stars. I, I hope that I'm there. I'm I'm, I'm not going to sit here and voice anything. I want to be there. 
Um, but I really think that uh, uh, these two newbies, uh, uh, Bull and Pedoria, they'll be around um, because they, they, uh, they, I just know that they'll be around. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, some of the other guys, I'm sure they'll be in the playoffs, but as far as winning a, getting to a nickel bowl, nah, nah, they, they, uh, nah, they don't have what it takes yet. We'll see what happens, but it's like you said, it's too early to predict because anything could happen. Well, I, I, I am, I'm a little, uh, I'm, I'm pretty good at predicting things. I don't know if you know that or not, but it's, it's kind of like my, my, uh, my, my hobby I do on the side. Um, well, predict, my middle name. Predict, predict when you're going to win a nickel bowl. Well, uh, that I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I was just, see, I knew you were going to say that. See, <laughs> I knew that you were going to say that because me, while Rika might be Thanos, y'all on his uh, Infinity Gauntlet, I'm Galactus. Okay. I eat planets. I, I, I eat, he wants to take over stuff. Oh, resources. I eat resources. I don't care. I eat all those things. It, it, it's, it's clear to me. And I understand Skip and I, we have a rivalry going on. But I understand how to beat Skip. I, I know how to beat Skip. So whether I do it or not is the case. J-Dub, he's, he was a bit of a mystery, but now I know. Now I understand. He, if he's just Skip 2.0. Skip to my loo. So then, oh, I literally, as soon as you said that, just, no, my break. So real talk. Literally, when, when, when his new nickname, The Shadow, came up, I was like, I just, it's just Skip. So I just got to beat Skip twice. Oh, that that ain't that ain't a thing. Now I understand. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, Skip is a formidable opponent, but we know each other. I do. Every time Skip and I play, it's it's almost like we've we've been we've been fighting from the time we last fit, from the time we last played to now. But I know that that is something in my. But that is I know in my heart and soul that I have to beat Skip to get anywhere. And if 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 you just Skip Junior, if Dub Dub is just you know little tiny Skip, oh. Yeah, okay. We 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 getting down. I I don't have a problem. I think uh I'm going to enter to this fraternity of uh, champions right now in, in this season. So like I warn y'all, this is this is your last warning. I win one, y'all ain't gonna see a chip for a grip. Just to let mm. y'all know. Mm. But before y'all answer, before y'all answer, we guys pay some bills because you know this, this, all this equipment ain't ain't cheap. You know what I'm saying? So mm. y'all coming back. I'll be mm. back. For sure. See y'all in a second. Peace. Sorty. Radio. String Theory. That's hip-hop, funk, punk, rock, everything. Jazz. Explain it all through one. All the interactions in nature. In other words, everything's connected. String Theory. 40 Nickel Media. Saturday nights. Catch it. Peace. Welcome back, y'all. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you listening after the break. The message that you just learned is important for your life and the life of the 40 Nick and the life outside of 40 Nick. But now that we pay bills and we got money, we rich, we're going to sit on our thrones and tell y'all tiny people how to win a nickel bowl. There's specific things that you need to do to win a nickel bowl. If you do all five of these things very well, I guarantee you, you win a nickel bowl. Guaranteed. There's five of them. Y'all ready to hear the five, y'all? Look, you over here, you're the one with these guarantees and money back 
Chicago guarantees and all this stuff. <laughs> let's just see what the five are and let's see if, if you're full of shit or not. It's just like a reverse mortgage, okay? So, like, you could trust it. 100%. Oh, yeah, of course you can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Tom Selleck in this bitch. So, top five. Number five, you have to have a lab partner. Now, what do I mean mm. by that? What yes, I mean sir. is you need to have someone you could play with that can tell you your weaknesses and your strengths. Now, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going I'm to send it to the experts, the Heat and Zulu dude. It, ha- it should, it has to be a nickel or excuse me, a nickel winner, or just a nickel back that's worth a damn, as J-Dub knows. Ooh, oh, oh, d- d- you firing shots. Yes, damn. He, he punched him in the gut. Uh, the, uh, the shadow knows. The shadow knows, right? The shadow should already know. The shadow hey, knows. Should. Hey, he, do you want to take this one, or, or do you want me to jump in? Go ahead. Go ahead and jump in, Zulu. Go ahead. So, I, I didn't. I didn't have a lab partner for my first nickel bull. And I would even go so far as to say that, you know, one of the challenges that I faced, and, I, and I've told this to Clockwork too, one of the challenges that I faced throughout the PS2 and PS3 generation was that I didn't have a lab partner. Now, part of that is due to the fact that um, I didn't have time. But the other half of that is I often found myself playing the motherfucker who would knock me out of the playoffs. So in order to have a lap partner, I actually disagree with Clock. You need to find someone who is who you trust, right? And when I say trust, I mean that they won't fucking steal your plays. They won't gossip about the plays you use. Like that's that's the reality. But trust also that you can't really, in my opinion, you can't have a lab partner that you're gonna see. How are we gonna be? This is my lab partner. Oh, we in the same division. <laughs> that don't work. You, you can't use heater as his lap partner because he'll he'll steal all your flood your flood plays. <laughs> no, I'm not a thief. And I saw you shit. That's like two years yeah, ago. Yeah. Stole my flood. You stole. No, we know that you steal, Clock. Okay, we know that you steal. <laughs> we have confirmed that you steal. You are a thief. Okay, so um, like Zulu said, it, it, you have to be careful with that lab partner because you're going to be exposing things that you don't want to expose. So. Yeah. Basically, you have to have that lab partner, but you can't show him everything. You, it, it's just you can never never show everything because then that leaves you where? Well, like Zulu said, if you guys meet, damn, just feel like you're playing yourself. Yep. You understand? So, but the lab partner thing is that you have to have someone to play with every day, not every week, every day, and maybe two times a day yeah okay where you sit back you go through plays you know you're on mics you're on headphones so you're talking to each other but you still cannot expose yourself and clock you should know about exposing yourself you have to you know use some discretion and you cannot show your entire hand because of what Zulu just said. You may face that person in the nickel bowl. Or it's, it's, the conference it's, it's, championship. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's I agree with you on principle. I think uh I believe that uh well yeah, the, in terms of it being a lab partner, you gotta have somebody that won't expose you. Uh and I, and I think that's a you know, that's a given. And I, I know about exposure, you know, I, I know about that showing all your shit. I 
if you are a part of the 40 Nick, you've seen notifications of me streaming at some point. I don't I don't stream to try to get money or anything like that. I'm streaming because I, I'm trying to find random lab partners, which is that I believe that the world is a, my best lab partner and I don't have a chip. So it's clear that having somebody that can actually give you direct feedback is actually, it's, it's very, 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 very important. And you shouldn't, right, and you shouldn't get exposed like I am right now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm naked. So I, yeah, I'm but everyone, up. everyone under, uh, um, underestimates you. So you, you don't have to worry about it, believe it or not. See, that might be true. But I will say though, I, I, out of the whole, the, the number four is the one thing that I think I do better than anybody in, especially right now, is being dedicated. Dedication is very important. I'm on this. I'm on this box at least once a day, probably three times a day. If I'm being real about it, I'm I'm willing to do what I got to do to get where I got to go. Now, you know, all the time I spend might be for not, but if you have a lab partner, which is number five, being dedicated will pay off. I want to expand the notion of dedication because some of y'all motherfuckers, and I'm talking about not just the forty minute. I'm talking about people who play Madden at large. Y'all just play games. Like it looks real. like dedication, but no, you're just That's playing. Real. That's not dedication. So I agree that if you're on a grind, that is a sign of dedication. But what are you learning? I don't know if you're learning anything. Like competition breeds a desire to learn. I agree with that. I believe in that. But are you trying to learn? I mean, if you're in in, in the drag and panty show, slant and drags. Well then, that's not really dedication, is it? I mean, what are, what are we learning? Wow! Dragging panty my way down the field. <laughs> I mean, th that panties are expensive, Zulu. Panties are expensive. I keep trying to tell y'all. I wouldn't know. Not cheap. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. know either. I wouldn't know either, Zulu. So, so I'm just saying, like, so yeah, I agree that dedication, like, like if I had more time to play the game, I would be playing. But I'm certainly trying to get as much done as I can offline. But it's not like like for those of you who have time to play head to head online, I salute you. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. But when I watch streams, I'm like, I don't understand. Like it's a cover two and you threw a curl to flat like interception dog. What are you doing? This is all to understand the basics of this football. Is this is own trap. Well, see, that's where the dedication comes in at. To me, the dedication is clock is right. Clock's always on the game. Weird hours, you know, every time my phone beeps, he's, he, he's online, he's broadcasting. But dedication to me, it starts like this. And this is what I do. I'll look at a cover one and I'll just try to dissect that cover one on how to beat a cover one, how to beat a cover two, cover three, cover four, cover six, okay? And take something every day and work on it. And to me, that's dedication. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's, it's not as many times as you're on the game. Because like Zulu just said, hell, you'd be on the game. Now, you ain't learning shit. I want to learn. That's where the dedication comes in. Learn how to do different things, where the players are going to be in a cover three, you know, with a manual player, things like that. And the only way you do that is you lab and you're dedicated every day. And you don't have to 
be on three times a day. But I know when I won my nickel bowls, I was on every single day. And I had daughters that were babies that are women now. You know, they're grown and everything now. But I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of us nickelbacks, you know, have, have young kids. And, you know, I understand that they, they, they go home, they work, they come home, help them with their homework. Maybe the kids want to play some games. They, they, they have dinner. Then, you know, they get the opportunity, but they still can be dedicated because for those hours that the kids are asleep, you learn defenses. You know, you, you learn how to break those defenses and, and, and not just with the regular player, with the manual player, knowing, okay, he's patrolling the middle, look for something on the edges or send yeah. something across the middle with two people. So he has to make a, a pick. He has to choose one of them. He can't cover them both. Yeah. And to me, that's where the dedication comes in at. Word. 100. That's beautiful. That's that, that 100%. 1,000 million percent is where you, you get in the that's just that's just having the brain to be able to say well what do i need to do what do i don't what do i need to improve on is a whole huge step for most people even like vets that's been here forever they some of them still i'll just do whatever i do and then it'll be fine or whatever you know and i only talk about i only talk shit about data because he's yet to have a game that impresses me and i lost him so it's really not about jada the shadow it's not about shadow it's about it's about me I'm, I am disgusted with myself to lose to such uh, 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 a copycat uh, type of uh, a, a coach, you know? And like, I'm saying like, I remember looking back to last season, I was just like, y'all realize if you just do one thing, you will have a chance to beat Reaper. But we, if everybody sat on their laurels, sat on their hands, we're like, well, we're just, I'm just gonna play my game and see what's, y'all need to do what is number three on our list. If you have, a, if you want any chance to beat Rican, you have to stop the run. Stop it. I'm not talking about. Well, I'm gonna get in the four six bear, and then it's gonna scare him away from the run. I'm actually in the zone drop for thirty yards, and oh, as soon as he hikes the ball, I can I can cover everything. No, you can't. You can't. That's not how. That's not how you stop the run. That's how. You, that's how you. That's how you smoke and mirrors the run. To win in the nickel bowl, number three, you have to stop the run. Now, since we're getting higher on the list, I want to demarcate the contender from the Nickel Bowl winner. If you want to win a Nickel Bowl, you have to understand the Madden engine. The Matrix. As we have moved on from the PS3 generation to the PS4 generation, and as the PS4 generation has now splintered into the pre-X-Factor era to the post-X-Factor era, it has never been more important for you to understand the Madden engine than it is right now at this very moment. It used to be that you could understand the rules of Madden as it replicates football to determine methods of stopping the run. That's not entirely true anymore. In the era of X factors, which affects physics, it affects the ways plays uh, um, are executed. It even affects things like just basic logic. Like, you know, 
with the existence of one player, you don't really need perhaps a full pass rush or you, you may not need four down linemen to stop a run. You may only need three or just weird stuff has happened because of X factors. I do agree that you have to be able to stop the run to win a nickel bowl. And it's likely you'll need to learn how to stop the run to be a contender. But in order to stop the run, you have to understand the engine. And I think that's the, like, like if it wasn't tough enough <laughs> to stop the, the run before the era of X factors and bad programming. Now we have the combination of inconsistent programming and X factors. So stopping the run now, I would go so far as to say that's a primary challenge, like above all, maybe even all things. I might have even put this at number one. If I were making the list uh, of top fives, I may have put this at number one, but uh, certainly it deserves to be in, in, in the top three. If you can't stop the run, you have no business talking about winning a nickel bowl. Damn, like that. That's correct. That's correct. Because it's not difficult to stop the run. Now, you mentioned Rickon. The reason why it's difficult to stop his run, well, for certain people, you know, that he gets 250 yards and 300 yards on is because He's patient. He's very, very patient. He picks his spots, you know. But see, it's just not all about stopping the run because just like Zulu touched on, you got these X factors and everything that make it difficult sometimes when you have a running back with an X factor and maybe he's running through a hole and that tackles an X factor. Well, that damn hole's going to be as big as hell, you know. What you want to do to help you stop the run is make that team one-dimensional. And what I mean by that is that, okay, he's running up your ass. You can't have him run up your ass and pass up your ass at the same time. So you shut the pass down, and then you continue to work on the run. I see a lot of things in the nick of people trying to stop the run with a, you know, the all-out blitz and and it's always a blitz to stop the run, but you know that's very dangerous because when the blitz comes, it could come from inside. It may come from outside in, but most of the time it's come from the inside. And all you got to do is have a fast enough back to get to the outside, and it's night night. He's gone. Okay, um, but in this new gen, uh, what I've no noticed is that this falling forward shit, you know, with these good backs. I expect a decent back to fall forward a little bit, but not everybody. And sometimes that can make or break a game because it could be third and two or third and three. And I love to run myself and I pick my spots, but it's kind of difficult to stop somebody that's a good back or a decent runner in the nick from getting that three yards. And then he'll fall forward for another four. So now you got seven fucking yards. So yes, the run game, you have to stop that like like Z just said in order to win a nickel bowl. You, you can't have somebody getting 200 yards and 250 yards rushing and all that and expect to win that game. It, that That's just not going to happen. So it's very important. But you have to find the right defenses to stop the run. I don't believe in people loading up the box with a blitz, you know, all-out blitz or I forget what the other one is called, where everybody comes to stop the run. Because a smart enough nickelback will see that and say, oh, I'll just run a little slant 
and he'll take that to the house because there's nobody back there. Everybody came. So that's my philosophy on, on, on stopping the run. I don't have, really have a problem with stopping it. I'm, you're not going to just run all over top of me. I'm going to concentrate on that, protect my edges, because that's a lot of times where you get beat. Now with Ricken, you got to be real careful off tackle. Inside, he likes to run inside and then break outside, and then you got problems. Ricken so, uses the Ricken. Ricken uses the the physics of the game against you. Because I in my and because actually before I even get into that, let, let let us not exaggerate your ability to stop the run. First of all, Mister Heater, you're you're yeah, that's not a big deal to me. Whenever I beat you, I run all up and down your ass. It ain't about my passing. It's about the running, which is what I'm going to get to next. Which is number number two, which is the run game. And I will repeat again, whenever I beat the brakes off a heater, it seems like it's because I'm passing all over, which at a certain point I do. But honestly, and I'm just going to tell you, Mr. Heater, the OG of the 40 League, all I do, whenever I start playing, you'll say, I just have to establish the run, and the pass just completely opens up. And then I can do whatever I want. It's only. It, <laughs> I like that <laughs> clock, but that's good, man. I like you stomping on my ass like that. But you know what? The last time we played, I, I bumped you off. And I think true, your true, Russian true. attack, I think your Russian attack was like maybe 45 or 50 some yards. So I don't call that running up my ass. Running up my ass is getting me for two, two bills, 150. Something like that, then that that's yeah, that's running up my ass. But don't sit here and start talking no shit now, because you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you know, uh, 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 I, I'm gonna have to, you know, after we get off the show, we we gonna have to do a little something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he, I can. Well, show Heater you. said it. He Heater Heater said it. Number two is the run game. He actually he said it. He, he said you can't become one dimensional. So I'm just gonna flip it and say it another way. You have to either you have to make your your opponent one dimensional by having a run game. A lot of these people, Boroma, uh, J Dub, pretty much all the newbies are pass heavy. Everybody but Rican, oh yeah, excuse me, all the newbies are are, are, are tend to be kind of pass heavy. Um, but if you realize, you know, this is like on some NBA shit where everybody's like, oh well, the, the three pointer is everything now. But why is it all the teams that go to the finals, all the teams that go deep in the playoffs? All of them have big men that can post up. It's exactly the same thing. If you go into the nickel bowl, you have to have a red game. Your pass game is not going to get you all the way there. It's just not going to. It's just not. A wise Zulu told me once: if you're passing, you're, it's inevitable you will throw an interception. The game will uh, the the the, it, the game will will force you to throw an interception. That's why you have to have you have to have. A run game, and you have to know what you're doing. It's not on some. I'm just gonna get in, and, and I'm, not, I'm gonna get a shotgun and just like, oh, look at me, surprise! People in the Nick have 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 skills, have stick skills enough to stop your little shotgun run. You have to have a run game, and the run game, and and like you just said, clock is 100% right. But thing is, is that the reason for the run game, the reason is not just to make them one dimensional, but the reason for that run game is to pound and pound and grind and you make them change their defenses and once they change their defenses is when you pop them see and then then you have a person on one foot saying damn okay 
what is he going to do? He's in that same formation as the run, but do I play him for the run or do I play him for the pass? That's how you open up your passing attack, is you have to have a run game, period. And you're right. They are pass happy. I've noticed that in a lot of streams I've watched, but that's not going to get them to the nickel bowl. And you will throw some picks. Maybe they're pass happy because they can't run. Who knows? Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking about. That Because there, there are three different kinds of runners. There's the illiterate motherfucker. Scared to pass. Can't read coverage. And so they run because the engine is very f- friendly. Like Keeter said, everybody falling forward for three yards, right? So they're like, oh, I, 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 can, I can dodge making high-level decisions. I, can, I don't have to make high-level de- uh, high decisions if Landon I just Bella. run the ball. Right? Talking to you, Landon. Landon Bella, it's you. But if you get hit in the mouth, a lot of times those guys panic and they give up on the run. Then you have the people who run and they're good runners, but they're not great. So they're good enough to run the ball and win if they have the lead. Then you have the third level who are the most dangerous, right? I consider them the dynamic runner. Their best plays are run plays. Their most explosive plays are run plays. That's the shit that ought to scare you, right? Like if we're talking about how do you how do you win a nickel bowl? If you play someone who's a dynamic runner, it may take you three quarters to figure out how to slow them down. And that's okay. As long as they don't get like a 50-yard run, 30-yard, like you may sit there like, okay, I'm gonna have to exhaust them. I'm they're wearing me down, but I'm gonna have to exhaust them. I need to see how how dynamic they are. Do they have one favorite formation or do they have a multitude but that run game i have to respect it and that changes your defense but there's so few of those guys i mean hit someone in the fucking mouth but again for me the most important part is is the motherfucker illiterate meaning are they able to read coverage because that takes away half of your concern if they're running because they can't read oh oh okay dog all i got to do is figure out just dial up a defense and once i hit you in the mouth and they hit you in the mouth again third down you're not going to convert too many third downs but the danger is when you play someone who has a dynamic run game and i agree with that totally you play someone with a dynamic run game that's a problem i can't think of any nickelball champion that did not have a dynamic run game, or maybe not, or they, or I they. Didn't, had, I, I don't. I didn't have a dynamic run game. I, I, that's, that's, when I say dynamic, okay. I mean special. Right, right. Okay, so just. But you got to so at least know. be good. So that's why I said three tiers. You at least got to be fucking good to win a nickel bowl. You don't have to be like I don't. I'm not a believer that you have to be an expert PhD on offense and defense. Nor do you have to have an expert PhD in passing defense. Uh, run stopping defense or passing offense or running offense, but you got to be good. That's why the, in the second spot, you run because you're good at it, not because you're fucking illiterate. Those motherfuckers, you could win a nickel ball if you're good at running the ball. Oh no, I don't know if I agree with that, but it, it feels like you, it feels like with all the X factors and all the goddamn blinky lights and all the other shit, it feels like you have to be an expert at all this shit to to have a chance. 
It's impossible to be an expert at everything. Most of, look, we, we one of the things that I talked about, um, I think it was in the three spot that you were talking about, about stopping the run. I said, yeah, but you, the first thing you have to do is contend with the engine. The engine prevents you from being great at everything. Like Madden is not a game where you can be great at everything. Rican is not great at everything, by the way. I know you like to ride his dick, but Rican's not great at everything. Rican knows that the engine is flawed. Last year on Four Nickel Radio, what did I see about Skip? I was like, why did Skip lose that game? I said, Skip didn't lose that game. He's bored. Yep. I went Playing on record world, world and said, worship, Skip is so good. I've been saying that for two years. I said, Skip is bored. He wants a better, a more complex, a more engaging version of Madden. That's what I said about Skip. But everybody who want, who's, who's won a Nickel Bowl at some point runs up against this engine that doesn't make sense. You're like, dude, this play should work. This don't make no sense. So then you got to lab a way around that play or you have to give up that play. You're like, oh, this just doesn't make sense. We've had whole versions of Madden where the most incompetent Madden player called stretch and could get five yards, minimum five yards on every time they called it. So let's not act like the game is a good game. It has flaws, right? So you have to navigate around and through those flaws in order to allow your natural skill level to ascend. So I want to make that very clear that points five, four, three, and two, the closer you get to number one, the more you, your head butts up against the fucking engine. And you have to find ways to move around an inconsistent and unreliable fucking engine. That is 100% real. Because there's no, there's no way you can muscle the engine. That you, you just can't. Now, what you can do is play around the engine. And that's where number one comes in. The most important thing that you have to do to win a nickel bowl is have strategy. Now, before we get totally into this, I want to define what we mean by strategy. Strategy, in many senses, can be multi-tiered. But what we'll, what we'll say, though, just like we've been saying just in the, in the last, from, from one all the way up to five, you have to find a way to have your opponent not know what the fuck you're doing. If you're on, on offense, you have to force the defense to do what you want. You have to force them to do your bidding. The only way to do that is to plan it ahead. That, that's the only way to do that. Now, you might get lucky. Now, but that luckiness, understand, now, now understand, the luckiness is not just being lucky. The luckiness is that engine. But you have to have a strategy with Nickelbacks because understand, we understand all the goddamn, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the cheese that y'all like to pull out late, late in, the, in the playoffs. We understand the cheese. Nickel Bowl champions, under, oh, they expect the cheese, the stretches. They expect the, the, the crossies. They expect all that shit. So you have to have the right strategy to combat all of it. Yeah, and the strategy starts, Clock, uh, <clears throat> before you hit the field. The strategy starts with knowing your opponent, number one, who you're playing, what they like to do. So in order for you to know them, you got to scout them. You have to look at what they like to do because you will see tendencies and you'll say, okay, all right, I've seen this formation several times and he's doing the same thing out of it. It's not like he's, he's using that formation 
and he's running multiple things out of that formation. You see that formation, okay? So you kind of jot that down. You scout them, just like you do in the NFL. And then you come up with your game plan. Your game plan is your strategy on how you're going to attack them, uh, you know, where you're going to attack them, because you should know where the holes are at. You, you, you've watched this game, see what kind of defenses they play. And, and, and that comes into play also with your strategy is, is like Zulu said. You have to be able to read defenses. And that just comes from going way back to dedication. You know, um, you have to take your time and learn how to read certain defenses when you see. Now, we have some good nickelbacks that cover it up pretty good. But all you have to do is go out and you wait and look, you know, and, and you'll, you'll be able to tell. You'll be able to tell one high safety cover three. You know, they can disguise it. If they base a line, it'll, you know, it, it's going to change that. You know, cover two, you got those two cornerbacks sitting out there just squatting. And, you know, in the corner two, you know, I mean, cover two, you, you know, the way to beat that is there's a gap in between the safety and the corner as soon as you hike the ball. Things like that, you have to know that in order to perform your strategy. And once you have everything down, and, and King Zulu, he uses a play sheet. That is part of his strategy. This is how I'm going to open up the game because I know my opponent, what he's going to do. So I'm going to open up the game like this. I'm going to script out my first 15 plays. I will not deviate from those 15 plays because this is what he's going to do. And like Clock said, basically, it's a chess match for all the people that play chess. You, you, you have to know a few moves ahead of what they what they're going to do if I do this he's going to do that if I do this he's going to do that it's the same thing so that to me is you know planning your strategy and then putting it forth and going ahead and operating he's talking about everything that happens before you play the game I mean if you're an aspiring playoff contender if you're an aspiring nickel bowl contender that happens before you play the game. That's why, you know, I see all these streams. I'm like, I can't watch for entertainment because I think most, most, especially in CFMs, those games are just ugly. I don't see strategy. I see someone who plays Madden maybe five times a day, three times a day. You know, they, they play in their CFM every 24 hours, but they play the same game. What are you learning if you're playing literally the same game every time? You clearly don't have an opponent who's making you change. You're clearly not learning from your defeat. You know, like if you want to talk about someone who's motivated, lose a game. And then you start looking at your, your plays entirely differently. Lose a game, lose two games. You start looking at yourself different. Hopefully you learn from that and you begin to grow as a competitor. But like he said, first of all, you got to plan before you play. I also agree with the notion that, you know, people have tendencies. You got to pick up those tendencies in the game, during the game. I would also say that a very underrated part of strategy, though, is self-scouting. You have to understand your own strengths and weaknesses. If you're just young boy playing Madden, I play every day. I stream every day. And you got the same fucking weaknesses in August that you do in fucking December. You ain't a gamer, dude. You 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 ain't in in you're not in the conversation. You're not worthy of my time. That doesn't mean you can't win, but this is about winning a nickel bowl. 
We ain't talking about I'm a, I won a game. We're talking about winning the Nickel Bowl. Why skip? Bo- why was Skip bored for two out of the last three years? Maybe three out of the last four. Game wasn't a challenge, and he kind of ran through the elite. Skip was bored. Did his skills fall off? I mean, no, he's bored. He 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 needs something that's bigger than just an exhibition of smashing buttons. The strategy comes in when you see someone and you're like, I want to crush you. And they're and they say to you, Oh no, dog, you got this wrong. I came here to crush you. And that's how great rivalries are born. Rivalries ain't born from just smashing, mashing fucking buttons. The rivalry is born because you know what people like to do and they do it anyway. The rivalry is born because they like when you when you're heading toward the nickel bowl and you play someone and you're and and you realize that oh no, they they came ready. They're willing to let you do anything except the thing that you're good at. That's when the strategy kicks in, like, oh shit. Strengths and weaknesses. This motherfucker's like, no, 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 you're gonna have to play to your weakness. I'm coming right at your strength. You're going to have to beat me with your weakness. That's that's the thing that makes you get up. That That's the thing that makes you want to compete for a nickel bowl. Some of you soft motherfuckers don't want to compete for a nickel bowl. What did I say? When I played my first nickel bowl, I was, it was nerve-wracking. I didn't expect at the beginning of the season to be competing for a nickel bowl. But by the middle of the season, I was like, you know, I'm getting better. You know, don't inspire me. I will be on that grind. With the little time I got, I will be on the fucking grind. So for all y'all nickelbacks, especially the newbies, West Coast Spread, Bull, Pedroia, if you aspire to be in the conversation, if, you know, six, seven episodes from now, you want to be that dude that we're talking about, like, yo, he might be in the conversation for making a run at the nickel bowl. You, number one, you got to have some strategery. You need to enter each game with a goal and be shifty enough to modify that goal at the end of the first quarter, at the end of the second quarter. So that's what I mean when I talk about strategy. Are you adaptable enough? Are you thoughtful enough? And, you know, if we're just going to be, you know, let's just be real about it. Are you ruthless? Because some motherfuckers, they think they're ruthless, but you're just, they're just aggressive and they're lazy. You can't be ruthless and be lazy. A ruthless motherfucker is it's hiding in the cut, waiting to crush your dreams. That's what it takes to win a nickel bowl. You got to be ruthless and ready to crush somebody's dreams. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, I got to testify to that. You want to pull their eyeballs out. You do whatever you can do to win that game. I understand. Most of y'all here listening to the show are not ruthless, if we're just keeping it real. Y'all aren't ruthless. You're toothless. You think that you have this trick play or you got this special counter that you have out of the weak eye close formation that's going to get you to where you need to go. That's not strategy. That's YouTube shit. We're here at the 40 Nick. All that shit doesn't matter because strategy conquers all. And you just don't know that when you get to the playoffs, or even when you get close to the playoffs, all those weaknesses you were hiding with your with your special little uh, you know toss sweep out of a out of a you know, wing flex formation, all that shit it don't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. So you have to come right, or don't come at all. 
And this has been the 40 Nickel Tech Talk. I'm, I'm just joking. This, this, it's not a tech talk. But I do want to leave y'all with this, though. This season is special. This is number three zero. Will the Titans, Zulu, and Heater return to form? Or will there be somebody new? Or we can retake what he, what he clearly thinks is his? We don't know. But next time, we might find out. Fellas, thank you for peeping out the show. We are streaming worldwide all across the Madden universe. This is episode one of the new season of the 40 Nick Mixtape. See y'all soon. The Clockwork Man.